0: All right, let's start transferring tape
1: two. Saturday, March 23rd, year 2013. Uh-huh. Everyone out on a duck hunt with uh, Mayor Latrivia and Doc Gamble, and they, they were they were good shows. Yeah. They were good shows.
0: I, I know in Iowa it's so, the deer is so bad. They have over. They pretty much have. Overwritten the state of Iowa, and so they don't have any limitation on their their hunting. Oh, it's so bad in Iowa. Do it. Yeah, they got they got to bring them down as fast as they can.
2: Um, well, here's uh, one thing that would uh, have you be appreciative of the duck hunters is to go walk in the park barefooted after a flock has come through. And they've left, your feet are going to feel ooey, and you're not going to like it, so you'd much rather have them. They're dirty, just like chickens. Chickens don't eat anything, they're dirty.
0: Well, I did not know until we talked to Patricia and Ralph, for, what was it, two years ago, about uh, chicken wear glasses, cause if not, they, they might attack each other.
1: That just cracked me up, and I actually found them online, Walden. <laughs> they still sell them. Yes. Uh, uh-huh, little red glasses. They they clip onto their beaks, and they fold down. They're on little hinges, and they fold down over their eyes, and it shields them. I guess they're red. Did he say they were red? Red, Walden? uh-huh, yep. And it shields, it, it blocks out the view of the other chickens so that they don't attack each other. They're, they're aggressive, but if they can't see them, they can't attack well, them. Well, something about the color red or something that they go after
0: and attack yeah.
1: or something. Well, we're going to have to ask Ralph again when he calls in. Mm-hmm. Ralph, are you ready? You have to give us another run on chicken glasses, which I thought was just a hoot. Well,
2: if you've got a chicken farm and you've got over 40,000 chickens, I don't think you're going to be putting glasses on every chicken.
1: Oh, well, we'll see what what Ralph says. He was the one who <laughs> clued us in on it, and it was really a. Can good. you? May,
0: I think you have 40 shocking chickens, and you guys go to an eye, eye, eye doctor? Hey, I need you to check the uh my yeah. go, eye caramel. Yeah. <laughs> when when you do, I you know parents, can you we have, some have some to parents, we have to ask my Ralph.
2: Chickens, uh, great uncles and aunts, they uh they all raise chickens, and uh, we've never. They never had chicken with
1: their glasses. <laughs> well, there's there's something special well then I'm thinking that maybe it it was like the breeding roosters it and
0: it was something because the laying
1: some, yeah, the laying chickens. Um there
0: were certain colors that they will they get really vicious because they need to attack. In mm-hmm. order to prevent that they wear the glasses.
1: They wear the glasses and I guess that's instead of clipping their beaks. Or something. Does that sound right? Ralph, Ralph, when you call, you have to give us the whole rundown again. All right. Well, Gary, I have some regular trivia questions, or I put together some really nifty, and I do mean nifty, product questions.
2: Give me a
1: product question. uh, All right. A product question. Now, this one is going to be right up your alley. Which beer made Milwaukee famous?
0: Oh, that's Pats. No.
1: Whoa. Nope. Not Pats, no. Oh,
2: Milwaukee best. No.
1: Oh my. Wait
2: a
0: minute. Oh. It would be old Milwaukee. No. No. Three down. Keep going. Oh my God. I'm not a beer drinker, so.
1: I know. <laughs> but my goodness.
0: It was a
1: famous name. Made, made, no, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. That was the line.
0: I am totally stumped this. And they sponsored. I mean, I know it. I know no, it. Okay,
1: well, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold on to that. And, and, they, and we'll- they did
0: sponsor an all-time radio show, everybody. That's one clue I'll give out.
1: All right, let me see what we have here. Uh, I beg your pardon?
2: I'm embarrassed.
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Alden, well, should we let him be embarrassed? Uh-huh. I think so. I think so. I mean, we're in, I think he got this home turf, for goodness sakes. Okay. Well then, I've got a couple in here that I'm going to ask you because I think they are so way out. <laughs> I spent I spent a couple of hours today listening to jingles and um, you know musical uh, jingles and and um, what's the word I want? Jingles and slogans and lines. And slogans, slogans, slogans. Huh? Thank you. Okay. Oh man, you know my brain went to bed without me. Okay. I'm going to give you, I, how long have you been listening to old time radio? Who,
3: who,
2: you, Gary.
1: Gary. Yeah. Uh, Walden, Walden grew up on it. We don't, we don't even embarrassing I, to ask.
2: I really, it's only been, um, hmm, just a little under a year. Okay.
1: Okay. Alright, so I, I will, I will uh, behave accordingly,
3: yes.
1: I will behave accordingly, Miller. so are you, a, are you a com- com- I beg your pardon? Miller! Nope! No! Boy, yeah. <laughs> four oh. for four! <laughs> I don't think, yeah, Miller, I think was, a, was that a New York deer, Walden?
0: I don't think so, well, I mean, I'm not anyway, going to no, either, if, so I don't,
1: you know. Yeah, no, it wasn't Miller. We're going to give you another, another question here. Okay. Do, are you into comedy, drama, westerns? What's your favorite?
2: I'm more sci-fi.
1: Sci-fi. Oh well, that's yeah. not going to help here. Okay. Pepsi Cola hits the spot. 12 full ounces. That's a lot. Twice as much for how much money?
2: Nickel. Go. Very
1: good. Okay, you done did it.
2: Okay, it's either slits.
1: You're finished with that one. Nope, wow. we have to leave. We have to leave that one for somebody else. You have done slunked beer. You have failed your beer test. I mean, I... You have failed your beer test. Home turf. What would you like? We've got X-1, Dragnet, 2000 plus and the Bickersons. What would you like me to add to that?
2: Oh, um, uh, you gave me the, the uh, my uh, Gunsmoke has uh, volume one on it. Uh huh. Okay. How many want,
1: volumes are
2: we going through?
1: Uh, quite a few. There are at least okay. eight.
2: Okay. Well, let's
3: just
1: add it. You want, you want volume two? All right, you got it. Volume 2. All right, which is why I put Volume 1 on there so you knew that there were more. Sure, Gunsmoke Volume 2, you got it.
3: Okay.
1: All right. Now you have, when we hang up, for your own edification, you have to go look up the beer that made Milwaukee famous. Well, that's what I'm looking at, it right here. No, 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 we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it, as long as you know what it is. I wanna hear it. That one is said that one is off the chart for you. It's there for somebody else. Okay. I'm sorry, you failed beer, Gary.
2: Well I'm not Nobody
1: kidding. ever failed beer feel, before. I
2: don't feel bad for failing beer.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm if, a you, if you if you failed chocolate, that would have been a problem. <laughs> that would have
3: been upset then.
1: Okay, well, Gary, thank you bunches for calling in. We had a good time, and thanks for the information about um, the ice fishing. I can't wait to have somebody call in and say, oh, I do that every year. Uh, we will. We'll get somebody. Can you imagine, though, somebody actually put their foot in the water and that's
0: the <laughs> out there?
1: Oh, gee. You know, and I don't even want to ask about the more personal parts. Gee. <laughs> I'm so glad I stay home under my blanket. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Gary. You all have a wonderful weekend and a safe week.
2: You too. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Right. Good night.
0: Bye. Bye. 714-545-2071. Do you know what bear made Milwaukee famous? Hello there. You on there? Oh, it's not from the harbor. Hey, Matt! Hello.
1: How are you, Matt?
4: I'm fantastic. And how are you guys?
1: Well, I am just dandy. Thank you. What makes you fantastic this week?
4: Oh, I'm just hanging around. I thought that um, how you couldn't answer the beer was kind of funny. (laughs) um,
0: Because
4: even I knew the answer. You
0: did?
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Well, what is it? We didn't get it. Well,
4: Well, he, he had said it, it is Schlitz. That's right. It yeah. is
1: schwitz You are so right.
4: Yes. And Hi. also, so um, I heard this in history, um, my history class a while back, um, the answer to your loon question.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Um, yeah, um, I'm not, correct me if I mispronounce it, but it's either Mercer or Merker.
1: Mercer, you're correct. Yes. Oh, you are correct. And, and you said this came up in your history class?
4: Yes, yeah, so my I asked the teacher because he was talking about um like the history of like wacky work for some odd reason just to uh, entertain the class and one uh, uh, uh bird had come up.
1: Oh my goodness! What fun! What a great teacher. Yeah. Taught something fun like that into into the middle of the class. So what have you been up to this week?
4: Um, not really much. Um, just waiting this, this Saturday and. I'm not really important. What are you guys up to?
1: What do you mean you're not important? You're our lifeline to the generation in high school. <laughs> besides being a wonderful person.
0: <laughs> so I did you have any deadlines, any school projects you had to get done this week?
4: Um, no, not really. I just had to uh, write an essay on the subject if uh, teenagers should get tried as adults in court.
0: Um, Whoa! Wow! So what did you stand?
4: Well, I put yes because try- like a lot of teenagers nowadays will try to act like adults. Um, some, of the, some of the words I really can't say on radio. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, if teenagers can commit the same crime, like murder, um, they should be able to get the same punishment.
1: Matt, where did this assignment come from?
4: Well, it's from my English class. We had to pick yes or no and debate with why we think that they should get tried or not tried as adults and so yeah, it was just English class.
0: Wow, have
1: that's you, a pretty have, powerful subject.
0: Have you done an actual uh, face-to-face debate in class yet with somebody? Uh, yeah. Um, and what was the topic? Well, the
4: last one, mm-hmm. see, it was a few months ago. Um, Oh, yeah, it was whether marijuana should be
1: uh, legalized. And that was a, a face-to-face debate?
4: Yeah.
1: How many students... Uh, which class was this for? Uh,
0: law and Legal Occupation.
1: did so that one again? L-
0: law and Legal...
1: Got it. Okay, thanks.
0: Now, how when you prepare for a debate like that, Matt, do they say... Go to the library and look it up. Did they give you a couple of weeks? How, what's the uh, normal routine when you're going to prepare for a debate?
4: Well, we only got a few days, um, but um, our, uh, since my, a lot of my uh, family are, were, were in our profs, right? and I know the teacher very well, so I got to ask him some questions. But we got a few days. I did some research. Um, I was the only one to actually look it up um, because I was like, more of a believer in the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe three days at least, maybe uh, four days at most. So
0: yeah. And how many? Oh, yeah. And how many people were in the debate? Did it like? Did they have it split up half and half, or two, yeah, three? Five,
2: you're, you're, five on one side and five on the other. Wow. Yeah.
1: Who moderated?
4: Um, actually, the, the my law teacher did.
1: So. My goodness, boy, these are really heavy subjects. Heavy in the sense that. They're, they require a great deal of thought, and or at least they should, um, and a lot of research and a bit of courage because you're putting your opinion out in front of people who might not agree with you, and certainly some of them didn't.
4: Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, well, I guess you could say excitement or the excitement of a, a debate going so.
0: Mm-hmm. Do they do they take the whole period or how, do they put a time limit on it? How do they actually?
4: Um, time limit for each person mm-hmm. to speak their mind, and then once everyone's done, they usually the rest of the class that didn't get picked will usually agree or disagree with one side or the
1: other of the class. Ah, uh, okay. So you get some instant feedback on how convincing your argument was. Yes. Gee, well, this is pretty heavy-duty stuff.
0: So, you're going to have another debate this year before the school is out? What, what, uh, how, how often do they do it, Matt? Well,
4: uh, that was really the only uh, face-to-face debate we did this year, mm-hmm. but there might be another one. Um, with law, there's so many things you can debate with, um, so you, I never know, so uh-huh. I'll just wait and see. But if I do, I'll be, I'll be the first one.
2: I'll let you
1: guys yeah. know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah, we're on your team
0: here! Patricia is a, a master researcher.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know about master, but boy, she sure throws herself into it. That's true. Yeah, That's true. she does. She does do that. Okay, what's your weather out there this week?
4: Well, um, actually, let, um, right now it's 65 degrees. Um, the highest it'll be this week will be uh, 76. So. Um, it's okay, but that's the weather in California. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that pretty normal for this time of the year out there?
4: Yeah. I mean, springtime it really starts, but with California, you never know when it's going to be hot. Like, it could be cold, um, uh, like, for one week, and then the next week it could be really hot, and then the next week it could be, really, like, like, huge on humid, so it's California's weather.
1: So, you get surprises.
4: Yeah, which really doesn't help. I mean, um, I had woken up this morning to go and get my mail, and it was like 40 degrees.
1: <laughs> the mail could stay right I where know, it was. An
4: hour later, it sh- skyrocketed to 70, so.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. at 40 degrees, my mail would have to wait for me. <laughs> oh, my. That's cold. I
0: mean, it's hey really cold. Um, Walden, what's your weather up there like? It's pretty nice here in Costa Mesa. It's been, a, it's been, you know, probably very similar to yours up there. Yeah. But it's, I would say we're getting close to the early se- low 70s. Yeah. And what is,
1: what is the distance between the two of you? Um, let's see.
0: What's the, what, what the major city by you, Matt? Excuse me. What's the major city by you? Um. By L- L- LA? Yeah. are you are you north of L A? Um, yeah, I believe so.
4: I'm uh-huh.
0: not sure. Uh-huh. I really don't pay attention. To that. I would say Patricia we're about 90 minutes away from each other. Driving. Oh, so very
1: reasonably close. So when one has the weather,
0: well, California, you're not too far off. Well, but California's weird this way because I live on the beach, and so typically I'm 10 degrees cooler than yeah. anybody three miles in. Right. Mm-hmm. And L.A. is a lot warmer than Orange County, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, the valley, you remember when when you came out to Valley? that can be really extreme. That can get really hot and really cold. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up to San Francisco, that's a totally different state, because that's when it gets windy and really cold. Yeah. You know. It's yeah. a different game. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Super stuff. That's a, that's interesting about the water here, and I'm I'm guessing it might be similar out there. In the summertime, when it's really hot, it's about 10 degrees cooler by the water. But in the wintertime, when it's really cool, it's about 10 degrees warmer. No, did I did I say that right? It's yeah. 10 degrees cooler in the summertime, but 10 degrees warmer in the wintertime because the water retains the heat.
0: Right, but cow- sheep in the Pacific Ocean doesn't retain the heat. Like it
1: does ah, in Atlanta. So, so you, it's cold all day. Ah, that's, okay. that's
0: why I always like wearing sweatshirts. I'm almost wearing a sweatshirt year-round because, uh-huh. because in the evening it cools off. So you feel like you have to have yeah. a, like a, a lightbreaker.
1: Well, breaker that, that makes a whole lot of sense. The Gulf is so much more shallow than an ocean. I mean it really is shallow. And so it will absorb heat and retain heat. I don't know it gets into the 80s here in the summertime. Well. Yeah, I know. It's like, you see, all you need is a bar of soap. You know? <laughs> 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 take your little shower or your bath out there. It's true. Do you have sharks in
0: near that part of the West Ocean, Patricia? I don't remember.
1: Oh, yes, we do. We do,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, now what
0: shark is native to Florida, honey?
4: I mean,
1: Oh, a million squillion. Um bull shark is uh, a native. Um, nurse shark is native. Uh, any and of they're, they're very docile. Hmm? I beg your pardon?
4: Any of you seen in person? Oh, yes. Oh, okay.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be cool. It's just spooky. I'm not <laughs> I'm not one of these people who just wants to jump in the water and pet the thing, you know. Well, now, <laughs>
0: Patricia, I mean, out here where I live, what's really big is whale watching. Ah, uh, because, sure.
1: Because
0: we will people will take a boat out and go and go uh, be with the whales out here. Uh huh. Do they do anything like that in Florida? Do anything? They take a boat out to go.
1: They um, don't take a boat out to as a destination to watch dolphins, but when they take a boat out, they wait for the dolphins. They hope that the dolphins are going to show up. Dolphins will swim side by side uh, with a a boat that's moving in the water. And people think they're being so friendly and they love it. The little guys are hitchhiking. They they save about 50% of their forward motion energy when they can hug up against a boat the boat does the water cutting for them and they just hop along for the ride So,
0: like race cars they're drafting, they're drafting. that's right yeah. that's
1: exactly right okay that's exactly sure. it the little, little guys are hitchhiking <laughs> but they're fun i mean they they are so playful and they're so much fun to watch um even just when they do their their up and down routine you know they come up and they puff and they go back down just like a whale um and they're in the whale family but, it's, um, it's really fun.
0: Dolphins are in the whale family?
1: Uh-huh.
0: They are. Are dolphins, I mean, are whales and mammals? Yeah, yes. whales are mammals, right.
1: Yes, and, and dolphins are as well.
0: Yes. Well, then I'm just thinking, maybe, you know, in Japan, I remember they were having the, uh, killing the dolphins, and I guess that explains why, because if they, if dolphins like be near boats, then I guess that makes it easy for some areas well, of the world that can do yeah. dolphin hunting.
1: They were they were getting caught in the nets in the tuna fish nets. That's right. So it wasn't that they were out deliberately hunting them but they were killing them because they were getting caught in the nets and the, the they can't get out. They need help getting out and they were just they were drowning because they couldn't get up for air. Mm. Uh, it's really oh, my heart again. Oh, Walden, how did we get there? <laughs> <laughs> We got off the ocean
4: to drowning dolphins
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. See what you made me do. I know for the worst. I know. Oh, terrible. Do you have
0: anything planned for your spring vacation yet, Matt? Have you figured out what you might be doing?
4: Um, just hanging out with my friends. Um, maybe going to um, my grandfather's some some of the days. Um, okay. Because me and my brother we do not get along whatsoever. So and um. you and my grandfather tell you we can keep even said on anti-quote, you and your brother fight more than anybody I've ever heard of
0: or seen. <laughs> Was that yeah. always the case?
1: How, how old is your brother?
4: My brother is one year younger than me.
1: All right. So you're, you're right in each other's territory there. Yeah. My prediction, when you are 30 years old and maybe sooner, you are going to be so tight and so close that you'll, you'll think back and say, how did this happen? Well, I, yeah.
0: think, I think brothers probably fight more than sisters do.
1: Especially I think younger. Sisters, so. I think sisters want to fight the way brothers do, but it's not socially acceptable. Uh-huh. Maybe it is now. Certainly there wasn't one I was in a position to, <laughs> you know, to suck. sock. Well, I but, don't know. You know I, I, I don't know
0: if boys were more aggressive. So, yeah. You know.
1: And I think they're allowed to be more aggressive, or they they were allowed to be more aggressive. I think the girls have caught up by now. What do you think, Matt?
4: Well, like when I was a kid, like boys now, like like you don't really see girls wanting to wrestle like on the TV shows. Right. So like they're gonna they're not gonna pick up as much violence as boys do when the boys see wrestling and they are trying to imitate it. Um, hmm on their brothers, but I'm not sure. Like, what about you, Walden? Do you think that like uh, sisters fight as much
0: as brothers do now? Well, I never had a sister, I, I think they're di- I think it's different. I think brothers, I think brothers are more apt to fight and then forget it. At least I do. You know, when my brothers... Ah, uh,
1: you know, you are right. There are things, I picked something up, we talked about this around Super Bowl time, right. where the guys, the guys will, will just be so irritated with each other, and that's the end of it. They'll go back to watching the game, whereas right. the women will say, well, you just wouldn't believe what she did to mm-hmm. me, and they just hang on to it. They don't let go.
0: Yeah, I, I think brothers are more apt to bury the hatchet a lot quicker than sisters yeah. are. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think that one is also a guy thing. Now, it, it's just
4: why most men will say that girls are emotional?
1: Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's hard for me to admit that they're right. Well,
0: because when guys fight verbally, they, they really don't care. They just, like, brush it off. But
4: when a girl says something rude or um mm-hmm. to another girl, they take it really personally.
1: They, they take it personally, and they don't let go. Yep. Do you know what she did to me three years ago? <laughs> and you'll, I mean, really, you'll hear women or girls say that kind of stuff. A huh. guy will sit there and say, what? Huh? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 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 just don't have a clue what, I don't You know what you're talking about and mean it. I mean, they really don't. They've just brushed it off and moved on, yeah, but have the girls. you had any
4: instances where you held a grudge against anyone Patricia?
1: Where I held a grudge? Yeah. Gee. Well, I think, not, not a grudge, that's, that's really a strong term and I understand what you're saying. There are things that were hard for me to let go of, but I did. And I just let go of them. It just took me a little bit longer than I would have wanted.
0: Well, you think though that maturity, I mean, it it might be now, Patricia, you might might let it go faster than you would have when you were younger. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. You know. I think. I think, you know, what would be a good question one night is, when do actually boys and girls actually change in terms of maturity? maturity mm-hmm.
3: faster. Yeah. I've
0: always heard that girls mature a lot faster than men, but I'm
4: assuming that girls start maturing to being adults around maybe fifteen and boys will take much longer to mature. But that's just what I've heard. Well I
0: think yeah. in a lot
1: of ways you're right, man.
0: I think there are some boys that wait 'til they're almost in their thirties before they ever figure it out quite. And quite some right. never do. Some never do.
1: And but that applies to girls as well. Some girls just don't grow up. They've got to hold on to these, to the as Matt says, grudges. Um, I I think rather than grudge, um, I, I think not being able to forget a slight when somebody says or does something that is a slight or. Um, something rude or uh, is, it attacks on a personal level. When I say attack, I mean, you know what I mean.
3: Right.
1: You know, they're not out there with weapons, but it's it's accepted as an assault on the person's personality or heart, whatever. Um, girls, girls have a tendency to hold on to those things and be really hurt on the inside, whereas guys... Um, they they have a, even younger, they have a much more mature approach on something like that.
0: Yeah. But so I So in want, that
1: respect I think the guys are way ahead of the girls.
0: But I wonder though that girls today are more coarse than they used to be. I'm thinking about that like in the work environment. Seem like I noticed especially in corporate America, the girls are more they seem to have a more of a tougher exterior mm-hmm. than I would thought 25 years
1: ago, per se. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you might have an occasion to hear them repeat last night's interview. Yes, they do. They, they will they do. do And they, um, these are words that, that women and girls just never, ever, ever would have used even 20 years ago. Right. Not in public anyway. No. No, maybe what you the, had just
4: said, well, me of, um, uh, uh, women who like working
0: like corporate America, uh, mm-hmm. they had just um, announced that uh, women can actually um, go into the armed forces and actually fight on the front lines. Right. I've been seeing that. Remember there's a big story
3: about that about two weeks ago? You know,
0: women in combat. Mm-hmm. And I'm the, you know, I, I'll readily admit, I'm an old fashioned, and many because my family's been in the military for so long. I don't like the idea of having females in combat, I, it bothers me. Because I think it's a clear dividing line. Because uh, I I think I view female as the gentle, the gentle s- side of the human being, and I don't really want any any females. You're, I, I, you're an old-fashioned, stubborn gentleman. I am. I, I don't really want to see. Cause let's face it, the the, the war is bloody. And that's generally been the prerogative of men. A lot of men just would not like to have females exposed to that. And I just, I that's just my old conservative viewpoint, I'm afraid.
4: Yeah, that's kind of like the point to where uh, the stereotype that men um, go out and do the working job and mm-hmm. then the wife, per
0: se, would stay home and do all the cleaning. Right, but you know, that that's now pretty much changed. They did a survey here. I saw Patricia about two weeks ago. That almost, that's now almost 50-50s in terms of home responsibilities now. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I thought I was yeah. interesting. Yeah, it,
1: it has balanced out very, very strongly. Um, and it's not across the board, of course, no. but no. it's it's a whole lot stronger than it used to be.
3: That's
1: very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, Mer- I have a special trivia question just for you.
3: Ooh. All right, let's hope I don't get stuck. <laughs>
1: I mean, I I sat and I said, okay, now I have to do one for Matt. What will I do? And I did something. (laughs) Are you sufficiently threatened? Have have I threatened you sufficiently? Not yet. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Uh Oh, Oh dear. dear. I've worked so hard at that, too. Okay. Which of these is, which I'm going to name four. I'm going to give you four names. Which is the name of a horse? Trigger? Silver, Champion, or Topper? Hmm.
0: I have faith. I have faith she'll he, be able to get the right answer on this one. I, I have faith
1: too. Mm-hmm. Matt, uh, I have faith.
0: Let's hope. Um,
4: uh, what was the question again?
1: Like, okay. I want to know which of these four things that I'm going to read to you, which is the name of a horse, Trigger? Was trigger, silver, champion, or topper? I'm, I'm going to say trigger. Very oh, good. Yeah. Very good. Okay,
4: there we go. Okay. I didn't get some
1: You didn't what? Excuse me?
4: Didn't get stumped.
1: No. No, you did not. You did not. Okay. You did good. You did good. Now, do you remember last week we talked about trigger? Do you remember which cowboy trigger belongs to?
4: No, I do not remember.
0: Walden um, probably would know, so if he wants to answer this <laughs> question, you can go right ahead. I will. Um, I'm trying to think how I can do this one.
1: I'm not even sure. I I, I think I did. I think we talked about who went with. Yeah, we did. Um, yep. Who went with Trigger? Yep.
0: yep. Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think. How, I'm trying to think of another clue. You ever watch any uh, kids? Kid show, kid what, kid, no, they're really not running
1: no. kid cowboy
0: shows anymore. Yeah, TV. he
1: didn't He didn't recognize the cowboy. I want him to remember, he, but uh, he didn't recognize the okay. cowboy okay. When, when we okay. mentioned it last okay. week. Uh, okay. So, Matt, yeah. this
0: is, this you're is on your own. This is, you know what this means? Next week when you call, Patricia's going to ask you a version of the same question. And remember, it's Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. So
1: next Roy week, Rogers Ro- yep.
0: So next week when she asks you another <laughs> question <laughs> about trigger or something similar to that, just say Roy Rogers. Okay, that's gonna be clear to my brain. Yes you bet <laughs> make sure to take notes. Uh, better write it down. Okay,
1: now Roy Rogers what horse did he ride?
0: Trigger Oh,
1: Alright, there you go. Right. This this is good you understand there's going to be a test.
0: And when we were kids, they, and when we go to a restaurant, we could order, they, our parents would order a Roy Rogers. <clears throat> so, which was, and, sort of like a Cherry Coke.
1: Ah! Okay, and that was across the board? That was not just in a Roy
0: Rogers no, it was restaurant? No, across the board, when I was a kid, you, you could either get, order a Sherry Temple, mm-hmm. or a Roy Rogers. And any I
1: never heard of the Roy Ro- I heard of the Shirley Temple, Yeah, but not the Roy Rogers. See, you're just so full which of these Which I love, goodies. because
0: it always had, Manosine Oak Cherries. I love Manosine Oak Cherries.
1: Ah, uh, uh, the kid has a sweet tooth. Uh-huh. Oh, boy, does he ever. Uh-huh. Okay, Matt, you've got Our Miss Brooks, which is a comedy. Night Beat, which is not... It's kind of a drama, mystery type thing, because there's always a a puzzle to be solved there. Um, And it's a very high class show, Suspense, which is um, spooky, and Bold Venture, which was an adventure. What would you like this time? Um,
4: Well, my grandfather had shown me a um, a radio show called, um, I guess, Dragnet yesterday. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess I can have another one of those. Um, My own copy, anyway. So I guess Dragnet, you have it?
1: Sure. I do. Is that one that you're going to be getting from your grandfather? Because I don't want to do... um,
4: So He had shown me two yesterday. One... Okay. um, So, yeah. um, First one, um, what was it about? Uh, Some, uh, like, uh, bank... uh, Robert, that would be Rob, um, like four
1: stores a night. Ah, um, oh, okay, I remember that one. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Uh-huh, I don't either. And it always began with the word big, the big yeah. little, <laughs> right. So, okay, sure, I can send you some Dragnet shows. I would be happy to do that. Awesome. Okay, well, you have yourself a wonderful week, and um, we're going to give you a test next week about Trigger and Roy Rogers. I will make sure I study
4: for that. Okay. When (laughs) your
1: grandfather
0: calls, tell him I said hello. I will
1: do that. Okay, thanks Matt. You have a great week.
0: You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Alright. 714-545-2071. Give us a call.
1: Now, I have... A product question for you this All is right. trivia All right. I came across this I do not remember hearing it anywhere so i I'm, because it's on an it, it's listed as a vintage ad for old-time radio uh-huh. which product gave you 43 beans in every cup
0: Sound like coffee to me
1: yeah it is
0: hello Carl. you're on air you have called to say me again Nescafe. There you go. Oh, oh, Kurt, how did you know that? I actually
1: just heard that commercial a couple of days ago. Because no kidding. What was it in, in relation to?
5: Well, it was in a radio show, but I actually forget which one. But, I, yes, it was Nescafe. I
0: have to give you a personal message. Uh, a gentleman that you know pretty well named Matt said hi to you.
5: Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> um, what I want to know is, you actually, I, I actually have a question for you. Are, was was Topper a horse?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hopalong Cassidy.
5: Well, you're, uh, you know, I never listened to that show.
0: Now you know why.
3: I don't listen to, to along <laughs> Cassidy, and I don't listen to, like, Cisco Kid, but, but uh... Oh.
1: Do you know the Cisco Kid's horse's name? Um,
0: uh, no. Actually, I don't. You know his name of his psychic?
5: No actually. I don't know that either. Remember we talked, wasn't wasn't the Cisco kid, wasn't that
0: the, the one that was, uh, that was, they came up with by well, O'Henry? That's or? right. That was
1: O'Henry. Uh, yep. Well, they, they borrowed, they actually stole the name, but nothing Henry. else. None of these are O'Henry's stories. Yes, yes, that's correct. Which, I, that really surprised me. I came across that when I was
0: by the way, not very just a fun story for everybody, you know, in California, uh, to get into upper college, you're supposed to take two years of foreign language, and being a Californian, we take, I took Spanish, and Cisco was my classroom name, they, they had, they, they basically had the dub as a name that we're supposed to stick with for the whole year, so. And you chose Cisco? I
1: chose
0: Cisco. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah.
5: By the way, we actually live a lot closer to each other than... we. Because we,
0: because, uh, La Habra is near Fullerton. Okay, so we're, oh, we're okay. probably 45 minutes away from each other.
5: Don't, where, don't, where
0: do you live? I'm in Costa Mesa, I'm half an hour away from okay. Fullerton.
5: Okay, oh, you're Costa Mesa, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah so. Uh, 45.
5: So... And, uh, I was sorry to hear of John's, uh, problem. I know! I, uh, he's gonna
0: have, he's gonna be all bumping bruises for...
5: It does, I mean, you you know, if you're talking to somebody, and somebody is talking to you, and you're just not listening. We've all been, well, not all (laughs) of (laughs) us. The ones who are blind have been
0: there. Well, Ones
1: who are sighted have been there. You have to trust me on
0: that. Melinda, Larry's late wife, had a great observation. And her observation is, because John Lowe was born blind, they have no fear. Right. And right. they go folks be ahead running down the hallway. Yeah. And she thought those of us who did have sight, like myself, were a little more cautious because we think, think there could be a possibility of something sticking out there. I
3: think, I think
5: they're right, and I think because uh, I used to be that way, mm-hmm. and I'm not that way that, that much now, mostly because I flat can't move as fast as um, by the way, um, I mentioned uh, OTR Land uh, last week. I did, however, want, even though it's a great place to download shows, I did find one, that was, uh, and I actually should have mentioned it last week, but I didn't think of it. I looked, because I looked under Mystery in the Air, and they had nine or ten shows on there. And it was for a very simple reason, one of those shows was The Thirsty Death. Well, as you and I know, The mm-hmm. Thirsty Death was with um, was actually in a show called Mystery House with um, Phil Lugosi. Right. And um, not the Mystery House that we know that had a lot of shows, apparently. Mm. It was a totally different series that never got names because that's the only show that they loved.
0: Well, wow.
5: Anyway. Good uh, point. I listened to last night's show, and um, I've listened to the fire science Theater for, well, as long as, pretty much as long as I've been, I, I know I starting in the, in the 70s. Yeah. And so I, I'm actually not really surprised that you slipped and said a word. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought
0: that the justification was interesting and, um, no. He wasn't gonna back down from it. No, he wasn't. No. Nope.
1: did I hear you correctly that he didn't stop using it? No. no. He,
0: he, he he didn't use it anymore, but he stood on his ground that he didn't see he he thought those of us who don't use it are a minded basically.
5: You have to oh. you have to All open right. And I will. I'll, I'll. defend him to the extent that where he comes from, as far as the media is concerned, he's always been on the forefront of um, what you might call broad-minded or expressive medium. And the fact that that he puts himself. Well, not puts himself, but is in the category with Money, Bruce, and people like that. Mm-hmm. And. What they were trying to do was was basically to expand what could be said on the radio and in the underground world of the FM stations and stuff that he was on, even though they couldn't use that kind of language. He was on KPFK and KMET and some of the places Mm -hmm. where where they're very much free speech type stations.
0: I understand, but it it was so funny. Their PR people contacted Bill and asked that we put them on the station. So you think they would do a little background check on us. You would think. Yes.
3: Well, but they
5: don't. I mean... (laughs) And they may have. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they don't. I mean, um... Yeah, Uh, that's kind of an interesting thing.
0: (laughs) I know it was.
5: Because, because to me, it seems like today, so much of the the stuff that that gets by, gets by because it's not well-fitted. I mean, how many how many candidates do you know that that had something in their past which, you know, because, because the word gets out before it's supposed to or whatever happens, mm-hmm. they end up facing public scrutiny that if somebody came to them and said, you know, they're going to be looking into all of your past life, and they go, Oh well, gee, you know there is that, mm-hmm. and they don't, they don't seem to do that. They 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 almost wait until something comes up and then they say, oh, I'm really sorry,
3: mm-hmm.
5: and then they say, well, I'm sorry if I offended
1: you. Oh oh, I'm just so glad you did that. Yes, <laughs> and if I didn't, never mind. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, that irritates me. That's.
3: And you then I'm really not sorry. Yeah.
1: You, no, no, it's not like, I'm sorry, I said a bad thing. Right. It's, I'm sorry if you're offended. <laughs> yes. That's true, that's what they say. If you're offended, I'm really sorry. Right. Well, so many,
3: okay. So many of the people these days, if, if you hear an apology, you don't hear,
5: you don't hear, yes, I said the wrong thing. You mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were offended, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Otherwise, or I, I, have, I offended you. And I'm sorry. That will work just beautifully. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, I, no no admission. It's your fault if you're offended. But, um, you know, okay, I'm sorry.
3: That's, that's exactly it.
1: Uh, oh, Kurt, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Good grief.
3: I think it
5: has to do with the loss of, of civility. I mean, you know, the loss of civility and the loss of respect. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it requires I, a, it requires a person to say i did wrong right. and people increasingly seem to have difficulty saying oh gosh i'm so sorry i yeah. really did something uh, I'm, i i'm didn't mean to offend you i am so sorry right people that's a whole lot different than if you are offended i think people i
0: think it's hard for people to say i'm sorry i, I think yeah. the one I, no, it's not, I don't think it's no sorry. but i think some are some people are they, oh. they hate to say it
5: yeah, but I think a
0: lot of
5: them basically, basically, if there is no good and evil, if, mm-hmm. if everything is relative,
0: right.
5: you know, the, the Bible says that at a certain point in time, everybody did what was right in their own
0: eyes. Yeah, right. That's right.
5: So, so basically what you have is you have all these people that are doing right in their own eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't think it's wrong. Because yeah. Because they don't think there's any good and evil. They think it's all
3: relative.
0: Right, that's why I have I have no problems with standards and censorship. But I mean the way we used to handle it in the movies in the thirties, forties, fifties and uh, what radio had, I it, it, it brought it brought I think the level up. And I think once those, once those standards went down, I think a lot of our quality inter- entertainment went down with it. Uh, yeah. This
3: is a discussion that we've had.
5: Yeah, because the loss of the loss of, of not. I mean, in, in radio days, you could mention. Go- Anyway,
3: um, other
5: news of note, at least me, found uh, the, the um, DVD or the Blu-ray of Le came out yesterday, the and um, I have, I collect, um, I collect copies of the, of the play and the movie. Um, Kathy's brother took us to see uh, the news.
0: Uh-huh. It, it's one of those great plays, that's been re- redone in several ways, you think about it, I remember the movie version a couple about 20 years ago, it's one of those...
3: been about three
5: movies,
0: you know? And
5: of course, then radio,
3: oh God, the radio, uh, well,
0: the... Well, f- the famous one is the 7 part that Orson Welles did up for WOR in 1937.
3: Yes, that was very good. And that-
0: And I was surprised when, when a couple months ago, we talked to Gwen Davies, who was the little girl in that, and Gwen is now 90, but she remembers doing that show, and for people who may or may never heard that one, it's a great way to see how early radio had a sound effect, because that is the broadcast series that they actually took the microphone and stuck them into the WR bathroom to get that echo effect.
5: I don't think I've heard that but that's
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: But but actually it shows you, um, and I, I have read that book and I think I actually mentioned to you it's a rather embarrassing thing that this, this picture you wrote about how wonderful it would be to be blind because blind are always taken care of <laughs> I think I think I, I, I haven't heard, heard that. that one yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Um, that, uh, yeah. You know, but it just goes to show you, I mean, speaking of, a, speak of, a, of a, an idea that certainly is not politically correct, mm-hmm. I actually was going to send that to the uh, National Federation of the <laughs> um,
0: Talking about a radical group.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yep, yep. yep. But I didn't, I just didn't
3: end up having the time, but, but yeah
0: people who may or may not know, the National Federation of Orange seem to be of the extreme side on a lot of stands. So, yeah, yeah. one for one. I mean, it's, it's it's a good group and it's doing good mm-hmm. things. But, uh, yeah, I would have, would have really,
5: really would have girls from here. Yep.
1: Give me an example. This is something that I'm not familiar with. When you consider them, they're they're on one side of center.
0: Well, what,
1: what they, would
0: they, how would they react to this? They, this would be a generally, example. They, um, they sure believe. I, I have a different philosophy in life. I figure, because I'm blind, I gotta figure out how do I fit into the side world. National Federation for the Blind generally has a, a different viewpoint that the side world needs to bend it over for them. C- comfort. And they've been notorious for trying to stop airplanes, because they wouldn't allow them to have the guide dog sit by them. And things like that.
5: Well, uh, yeah, I've, they also they also say that blindness is an inconvenience and, and not a, you know, a huge problem. Uh, however, I do have to say, though, they are doing some good work. Because mm-hmm. they have been pushing the, the, the question of, uh, of silent vehicles. Mm-hmm of trying to make vehicles that are not plastic because of, uh, 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 you know, because the electric cars now, those don't make any noise. No. Can, you, you know, you, you can get hit by one of those and not even know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a problem. But I, it seems to me they were, they were really protesting against, uh, Mr. McHugh.
0: That's right. Remember they said? That's that right. They talked about how terrible, they thought he was a stereotypical blind person. Uh, right. Yeah, Mr. Magoo. Right, which,
5: which, I mean, you know, obviously, well,
0: I don't know, but to, to me, I mean, it just seems like another another comedy. And I knew Jim Backus, and he was not, he was, no. I don't think Jim Backus ever had. Be,
1: uh, Mr. Magoo was an ultra nearsighted person who had glasses that didn't help. That's right. So he would get into situations, because he was so nearsighted, he he would, I don't know, he would look at a cat and think it was a fur coat, you know, that kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah, and I didn't ever see that he was poking fun or making light of anything. It was a, a completely separate issue with him.
3: Well, the, 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 the people that were responding were,
5: were mostly partially sighted people that had been called Mr. Magoo and found this
3: that's offensive or bothersome to them. And so.
1: Well, I think I'd be a little ticked if somebody called me Mr. Magoo because Mr. Magoo got himself into some really stupid situations. Right. Right. But she was, not to not to have it part of a movement. There's I don't know. Thing,
5: but I don't think that Mr. Magoo is anything... Any, I mean, how offended would you be if, if somebody called you Mr. Mr. Bundy from the, the children or... You know, I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, you know, of, of, uh, of stupid, you know,
1: situations that, you know, people get into and, and you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it could be considered insulting, but it certainly isn't a commentary. Right. And I don't know. You know, if somebody called me Mr. Magoo, I said, oh, man, I must have walked into a wall again, you know, that type of stuff. Um, because I, before I had surgery in November, I was so nearsighted that I would sleep with my glasses on because I couldn't be able to find them if I woke up in the middle of the night. I mean, I don't do that now. I can, I'm can. i really very happy with what they did for me. But, you know, um, Mr. Magoo, you know, I don't think I'd be insulted. Yeah. I, I think it would be part of kind of a, a piece of humor. Yeah.
5: You know, just, I think, and I think you have to be—you have to be flexible enough to accept humor in a lot of different guises. And I think a lot of people—that—that's another thing that, that um, you know. I, I think some, some people have lost their senses of humor as far
1: as you know. hmm Yeah. There's, there's a hidden message or an offense buried in. Too many
0: things. I, You're I, right. I remember as a kid, because I wore glasses. Uh, the worst thing you ever heard, got heard on the on the on the playground when the kid called you four eyes. And, you know, when we mm. were growing up, that was the uh, the most vicious term you ever heard of. Really, you know, for someone who was having yeah. some eye, tr- eye trouble. So, right,
2: right. you
0: know,
5: that's, that's true. You know. Um,
0: you had the lady from uh, Whispering Streets on, we didn't hear her, but you had her <laughs> on. Yeah, well, I I, there was, I, I heard her just fine, then there was a knob, I guess nobody else could hear her. Yeah.
3: Um, do
5: you know if anybody has, I mean, that's
0: actually a very interesting show. Her show is out there, John Larry did find it, it's just not in great sound.
3: Yeah.
0: It is on the internet, There's Kathy Garvey we had on last night. And, uh, Kathy has a brand new audio, audio book out called Odette. Earl Hamner, the creator of the Walton TV show, wrote this little children's book based upon France. And it's about geese. And Kathy read ten different voices for the book. And we were talking about that. And then she has a brand new cookbook out. And she's going to be three movies this summer. So, but no, that's, uh, that, that was Kathy Garver.
5: Um, I also came across a show, an arch show, it was a show for, for, uh, for Americans, and it came right, uh, came up, uh, he wrote, I guess he wrote 20 plays right after Pearl Harbor. Right,
0: plays, is it called Plays for American? Yes. Yes.
5: Um, I I have three of them, I think.
0: One of them is with Tommy Cook, one of the very early ones.
5: Well, there, there was also one with uh, there was also one with, with Betty Davis.
0: Yep. Yep.
5: And uh, there were a couple more that were, that were very interesting. Um, you know, you have to wonder about, about him, because I mean, I very much respect what he did, but there's a very wide latitude between between the very patriotic stuff that he did and and the horror stuff, and apparently his.
0: ...his uh, personality because I know that Ronald Coleman hated him. Right. And uh... Right. Uh R. was a little guy who was very aggressive. Uh and he would get in this he would get in the face of his actors. So it's a great story that Lou Lawyer, who was the guy who played um in Crime Classic, Mr Thomas Hyan got so upset of Archer, he grabbed him by the shirt collar and picked him up. Oh, yeah, sh- shook him, and then dropped him onto the floor.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was an irritated person.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Ober was an interesting study of a personality. um, I think a lot of people expect that once the war got going, he sort of wanted to be sort of the Norman Corwin uh, for NBC. Ah,
1: uh, okay. And okay, that's why I he sort of
0: it. really started to write patriotic and very theme uh-huh. things. A little bit
1: of puffery. <coughs> yeah,
0: and that was actually. But I well, I, I agree that that might have been the
5: original intent. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he actually did a great job. He
0: did.
2: I don't.
5: Difference, the main difference between between Obler and and Corwin was that Obler's anger about it was, was much
0: more evident than I'll never forget, though, I was, um, he was a guest at the Spurvac meeting 78. And, this taking, he took responsibility for his writing. And, he talked about the very first thing he actually wrote for Lights Out, was a funeral burying a 14-year-old girl. Oh yeah, you mentioned,
5: yeah.
0: And, uh, his mother the, mother, the father, her brothers and sisters around the grave, and they're waiting her to rest, and she's not dead. She's in a suspended image, and so it's her extreme consciousness, She, I'm not dead, I'm not, and they're burying her. And, he said the next day, for the next week, he got 10,000 letters. And one of them was from a mother saying, "I just buried my daughter yesterday. She was 14 years old, and I want you to make sure you never forget what you what you made me go through." And this was like 40 years later, and he quoted the thing line by line. He said, "After that, I realized how powerful radio drama, and I always considered that." That it can't be that personal. And think about it, NBC didn't take him off after 10,000 letters. They hung in, hung in with him. Right. Yeah.
5: You know. Of course, of course he, did, he did the best version of the fact that he's the only version that I know of. Oh, Johnny got it. Yeah, after. that's
0: the only one I know of, too. With, with
5: James Cadney. James Cadney, right. Which, again, I mean, 'cause it's about a guy that has no arms, no legs. I mean basically he has a mind and, and what he basically said was, Okay guys, the next war you start, uh supposedly the guy was in the, mm-hmm. the next the next war you start, uh, I wanna be there and I want I want you to, to if you're gonna bring the gavel down, then I want you to put it I want you to really gaps down on this box that I'm laying in the next time you decide that you have to start a war. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that, that was a you know such a a striking image and of course, you know, obviously it would never happen because, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the old man sends a young men to fight and yep. I thought it will
3: well, and that's
5: just what it is. But it was a very striking image. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, of course,
0: Drop Dead, which was uh, a lot of people's uh, introduction to, uh, to radio. Absolutely. I was, uh, I was looking at Bill Cosby's phone number this week in his office, and I got thinking if I lucked out and got Mr. Cosby on the show, I think that was one of the things we would do. Because could remember doing the spoof of the chicken heart. And most people think he's probably because he remembers the recording. You know, the, uh, well, get me, he did listen to the actual radio broadcast back in 38. So
5: I think he, the only thing I can figure is he must have heard the one from the Drop Dead
0: album.
5: Because, but I will give you this he certainly brought back by bringing up, by bringing, by by making the chicken heart such a big thing. Yep. He probably did more for arch career... I think you're right. ...than
0: anybody else in the world. Also, I think he helped introduce... ...a lot of young people listening to his comedy records... ...to old time radio. Because he was so destructive. Destructive of it. Yes. Yeah. I,
3: that's
5: correct. You know. But... If you, yeah, ...if you ever... ...if you ever talk to him... Mm-hmm. ...I would like to... ...because I'm pretty sure he had to have heard... The, the drop dead version because he, was, he would have been much too young to have heard the, the, uh, the, the original lights out. Yeah. Plus, I don't know anybody who ever heard the lights out. Not the original. You know, yeah. so I would be real curious about that. Not to mention the fact that the lights out thing is relatively, is relatively short and, and uh, I can't see them putting that out as accepted
0: they're part of
5: two shows or something, um, you know. Right. Actually, I wonder if Max Schmied might know, I mean, since, since a lot of those... Since, since they did some like that, I wonder if he ever came, came across an old script of... Uh well, well,
0: Martin found the original 38 version script. Really? Yeah, of Second Heart. And reps did it at the, uh, recreations in 208, the full one hour, the full half-hour version. Oh, okay. So I noticed Martin found the script, so we used it up in Seattle. I'd like to find a place where I can hear that.
5: I mean, that, the one that, that they did is, that was, um, on a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I,
0: um, right back at FOTR. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, I actually never got to hear in in good sound so that I could really
3: understand it. It was the version of that that was a better better quality than
0: uh, than the the 16K. Right, well, now. Thank goodness, Skype. Any Anytime we do do remote, it'll be a lot better quality than going through the cell phone jacket. Are you there, Patricia? That's
1: about all I have for this. She's here. Okay.
0: I just want to make sure I didn't lose you. Uh,
1: no. You're there. Oh, here. Okay.
0: she everybody, she's baking chocolate chip cookies in the, uh, in the oven. Oh, don't I wish? <laughs> chocolate chip <laughs> I can, I, hmm. I
1: smell... Well, oh, last I, week was cookies. We can't talk about cookies oh, this yeah. week. Didn't we have a, <laughs> didn't we have the, the question as to what was in, what she had in her refrigerator last time? Yeah, That's
5: true. So
0: yeah. That was. And you were going to tell us what we in your have been
1: No, you were guessing yes. and you were doing pretty well. I was. You got lettuce. Yes. And onions.
0: Yes, and cucumbers. And,
1: and, yeah. and the cucumber, right?
0: And the pickles. Yep, and the pickles. And pickles,
1: that's right. That's right, now, always I,
0: pickles. I, now, I'll tell everybody what's else is in there. And there's a 15 there's there's gallon hot fudge sundae smothering chocolate with one marshmallow in her oh. freezer. Really?
1: Yes. I'm having the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I'm having the vapors, sir. Okay,
5: accepting that as accepting that as fact. Yeah. I don't but let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> how,
0: does, how
5: does how does it stay warm? Are you talking about the,
0: the, the yeah, the hot first Sunday in the freezer. Well, uh, she has a slow burner inside her freezer. So, she can keep the chocolate syrup nice and moist. It's gonna be a
1: rough night, Kurt. It's gonna be a rough night. Well, you take it out of the freezer and you put it in the microwave and heat it up. I mean, Walden, there's a simpler way to go about this.
0: But, if you're gonna have a hot, fire Sunday ready to go... Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Well, I mean, 30 seconds in the microwave just doesn't sound like a huge investment. So, I think I'll go with that. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah,
3: no, that's fine. That's,
1: that's yeah, fine. that's good okay what else is in the fridge now we're talking just the fridge not the freezer no, right
0: we're, we're trying to figure out if you even had all the stuff to make chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies
1: because no yeah that's that's, that's well, no. last week
0: she didn't have any flour i don't think right
1: she still doesn't
0: she's over two so it'll be
5: a while before you get to it'll be a while before you make those
0: wonderful one one cookie uh yeah the one cookie recipe yeah.
1: now but honestly if i were going to all of the trouble that that particular recipe seemed to require, I would just make a larger batch and have a lot of cookies but instead of just w- one. Wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. Now, what? would you consider making brownies?
1: Mm, sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to make cookies, why not go whole log? Yeah, sure.
0: Okay. okay. I didn't know if you were going to just make enough cookies, be happy with that, or make a couple brownies too Well if
3: she's
5: going to have all that stuff together I mean Yeah by the time she gets all that stuff together I mean, Yeah that was, was, that
1: was What is a couple of brownies?
0: Well I would say two little no pans would be a couple
1: Two pans? Wow. Okay well, yeah well Bob, okay. that'll work brownies. That'll work. Yeah brownies <laughs> no. Well you haven't finished in the fridge yet so we're just Mayonnaise? Yes. Okay. Mustard? Yes. I have what what lots condiment. what, what of condiments. What about
3: relish,
5: sweet or dill?
1: Sweet. Okay.
5: Yeah, because I like the dill relish and, and, uh, and Cappy likes the sweet
0: relish. So. Oh, an onion. Do we have an onion in the refrigerator?
1: Yes, we do. All right. No nice item. brand new one from the supermarket. But you're not supposed to put onions in the
5: refrigerator. I well, you, I think if you Google it, you'll find that onions and tomatoes
0: are not supposed to go in the refrigerator. What? No tomatoes in the refrigerator? No, nope. no. Nope. Nope. Well, not how how are they
1: going how are they going to convince me not to do something that has worked for my whole little life? Well, I that
0: I mean that is that is the question for a lot of people. Well, wait a minute. when I go to a restaurant, I think I love a cold ice salad.
5: Yeah, but the, but the tomatoes are at least according to, and I don't even remember where I heard it.
0: According to hoyle, huh? That
5: they're not, uh, but I know I just heard it recently that that tomatoes are not supposed to be refrigerated.
1: But I don't remember why. Anyway, I keep mine in the fridge because if I keep them out, you know, in like on the counter, right. They they get... They get overripe and disappear. They get rotten. Yep, that's
3: right. That's
1: but they don't do that in the fridge. So I keep my tomatoes in the fridge, and my tummy has been quite happy with them. Yes, yeah. Um, yes, I have a lot of tomatoes in the fridge. I'm, a, I'm in a tomato mode this month. Oh, uh, uh, right uh, yeah. So when we have a break later, I will have my tomato.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, do we have any juices in the fridge? No. I so. No.
1: No, but. Yes. We do have a wonderful fruit.
0: We do have a fruit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, wonderful. Okay. What, now the bigger thing is figure out what's in the season. I don't know what's in the season. Um, how about an apple, Patricia?
1: No, that's a good fruit, that's not a wonderful fruit. But I do have an apple in there.
0: You're right. You do have an apple. Okay. Uh, is it a wonderful fruit a citrus fruit? No. A banana?
1: I have bananas, but no, that's not it. Yeah,
0: normally you don't keep bananas from your fish. This is the with- first
1: time I'm trying it because it, I buy, if I go to Sam's Club, yeah. I can get three pounds of bananas for the price that I would pay for three bananas. Right. And so if I lose one, Along the way, that's okay. But somebody told me how to put them in the refrigerator use an airtight plastic container, not, not plastic bags or anything. I had oil, you know,
0: a Tupperware container? Uh-huh,
1: of- yeah. And I, I sort of lost track of how much room a banana <laughs> takes. So, <laughs> so, so I only got two in this, what I thought was a fairly large container. So I've got two bananas in there. But I wrapped two more in a paper towel and put that in a plastic bag. I think it's the plastic bag against the skin of the banana that causes a problem. Like, you know, it'll get icky. So I'll let you know how I make out. So I kept two on the counter, two in the plastic container, and two in, wrapped in a paper towel in a plastic bag. So, you so tell I'll me, let you know which works.
0: Now, you tell me you're going to eat the one refrigerator first before you eat the one on the counter?
1: Oh, no. I ate one on the counter already. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'll have another one tomorrow, and then I'll go to the fridge. Mm.
0: How about banana bread? I'm in the mood for banana bread. Oh,
1: man. You know, I was thinking about banana bread the other day. No, we cannot have banana bread. But we have strawberries in there. I love
0: strawberries.
1: I know. And I told you at one time Mm -hmm. that California strawberries were superior to Florida strawberries.
0: You can't say that to the, the Florida citrus.
1: Our crop this year. These are Florida uh-huh. uh, strawberries. It, they are so sweet and so good. So I'm going to have to retract my statement at least for this growing season.
0: What do you sprinkle? You know, here we we sprinkle a sugar to keep it preserved. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: What would you use? You would use lemon juice or I, something?
1: I cut I cut them up. And, you know, keep them in a container.
0: Did you put anything I, on them?
1: Yeah, I put on a little sweet and low.
0: Okay.
1: And mix it up. And then when they come out of the refrigerator, after they've sat there for a little bit, oh my goodness, it's like eating strawberry-flavored sugar. And that's just with one little packet of sweet and low. So that's what's extra special in the fridge, because you can get an apple any time of the year, but you cannot get strawberries any time of the year. Now, I and think green
0: apple work better in a refrigerator than they do on the counter. I
1: I think all apples, well green apples, you get green apples, red apples, orange apples, they're you know they're all different kinds. The green apples are usually the Granny Smith variety. Mm -hmm. And I keep all my apples in the refrigerator. They just stay crisper. I think
0: they taste better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kurt, where are you in the apple department?
5: It's interesting because I like the Granny Smiths, but, like, I don't like apple pie. I don't like cooked apples. Huh. I like the raw apples, but the bad thing is I don't like strawberries and I don't like bananas, so.
1: I think that's sacrilegious.
5: In fact, I got yelled at at the, um, at the chemo place because they said, Look, you need to eat bananas, and I said, I don't like bananas. And they said, You have to eat them like they're medicine, and I didn't do it. <laughs> and I, well.
1: Are they, are they giving it because of the potassium?
0: I think so. I think they wanted my potassium. Yeah, I think so. So, are you a picky eater, Kurt? No, but there's just some
5: things I don't like, like the berries. And, and I didn't get to mention, yeah. last week, uh, you guys had such a long discussion, a long and huge number of phone calls. I, got, I forgot to mention the thing that I hate the most in the world. Which is soggy
1: cereal. You guys... Oh, the- ah! cereal. oh, you too? Oh, icky, icky. The- icky. And Bob in Wisconsin loves soggy cereal. Yeah. And you guys had the great soggy cereal debate okay.
3: and...
5: To me, I, I, I do not like um, milk on cereal either because...
0: You and Jim. Yeah, I don't like, I, I will I like, it, it just makes me sick. Well, I don't know what it is. was Cheerios and milk and sugar, if you don't clean it right, it's about as tough as glue, well, or, can, or yeah, cement. I, I, that doesn't
1: surprise me, I mean, you know, but when they
0: say stick to your ribs, they
1: really do mean. <laughs> Inside
0: and out. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's do you like funny. Do, do you like oatmeal? Nope. Nope. But oh, like man. But I
5: like, gr- I, but I like
1: grits. I never oh, I grits. love grits. Yeah, okay. grits I'm going, good. I'm
5: going to, um. I, I think I'm, I'm going to see my mother on Friday and Saturday. And so, um, hopefully, if she's up to it, she'll make me, well, maybe some grits,
0: but definitely some waffles. she has a waffle iron and, and uh, you know. She'll so, be a minute no, so mom. Wait, wait, um. wait, wait a minute. So, you're not going to have a strawberry waffle, I'm assuming. Oh, no. Don't like <laughs> No. So, it's going to be just... Maple syrup and butter and Yep,
5: yep, yep. Yep.
0: Swab of bacon on the side?
5: Uh no, she may she may cook some sausage that you put in the microwave, but she I mean she I think I told you that
0: mm-hmm. that uh she's she's uh, ninety or
1: ninety one and so I I really you know, and she's still driving. Oh my and uh, so I really
3: uh, there are a lot of things that she
5: really, you know, can't do, uh, as, you know, at this point. But, um, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, uh, I go over there for a couple of days and rest a lot and, and
0: um... Have mom feed me. That's a pretty good life, Kurt. It is.
5: I mean, it really, I you know, and she, she goes and gets something out and then, you know,
1: um, well... then, can we put his mom on our list?
0: I think it's a good possibility.
3: Um,
5: okay, we're going to come visit your mom. And she'd probably, and she'd probably take you out to dinner, which means, um, uh, because, um, mm-hmm. she, you know, she doesn't really, you know, cook as much as she used
0: to. Waffle House? I don't think we have a Waffle House on oh, right the know, West Coast. I've
5: never actually, I've never been to a Waffle, waffle House.
0: <clears throat> waffle House serves grits. Yeah,
5: no, I've never been to one. Um,
0: I don't know but, if we even have one in the West Coast yet.
5: Yeah, I, I, I think it, there, yeah. I guess I, there
3: must be because, you know, there's a
0: David Wilcox song called After Waffle House. Well, the only waffle, waffle house I've eaten is the one in Texas, and I can rest show you what the good at a waffle or hash browns. Oh, yeah. I can imagine.
1: Oh, yeah. My goodness. This is not a low-carb diet, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. Well, Kurt, what, I got Marco Polo. I made a Marco Polo for you. Um, Corsican Brothers, I haven't come across yet. Aliens in the Mind, uh, it looks like that is a for sale item. It hasn't hit the circulation yet, so I'll I'll hang on to that. Somewhere. I mean, I must. Say what?
5: I said I must have it around here somewhere. Uh, but but my, my filing system is um like my memory, you know, slim and nut.
1: <laughs> somewhere in between. Well, what would you like? Um, well, if we have a question. Um, well, you already gave me the Nescafe. I'd be happy to give you. I'd be happy to give you another question.
3: Well, let's, yeah. Let's see. Yes, let's see because I know how,
5: how wonderful it is when you stump somebody. And uh, well,
1: huh. <laughs> only when it's Walden. No,
3: no. You, you take joy in stumping everybody, and I think it's cool.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, that's, well then I'm being mean. No, no,
0: no,
3: not at all. No, I don't think so. No, I, I think even,
5: I think it really helps.
0: The family roots for you when they, when they throw something at me.
5: The family, no, I mean, I think the fa- I think, I think.
0: In general, the, he's saying?
5: I, I, think everybody, I, I know. You know, I think, I think, uh, the trying to be stumped or whatever, you know. You do
0: it so, junior, you do it with kindness, Patricia. Yes. Sure yes. You. are. You. You are working on everybody' well mental well-being, Patricia.
1: <laughs> we have to take a survey on yes. that one, you, I think. You
0: are. You are preventing Alzheimer's, Patricia. That's right. Preventing dementia. Yep. Yes.
1: Ah, this is good. We're, we're exercising the little gray cells, yeah. as <laughs> you, Borrow would say, the little gray cells. Okay. Here we go. What were Kelly, Signal, and Sinclair. Oil. <gasps> Very good.
0: Which one, which one is in the system today? Which one what? Which of those three brands are in the system today?
5: You know, oh. I don't know because um, I don't hear any of them. uh I can't think of any any ads for, or, or hearing about any of
0: those three. I only know one because it's strictly a Midwest. I uh, hear one or two. I
1: believe all of them are still in business. You think so? I think so. Let's see.
0: I think only one is.
1: Um, the uh, uh, at least one of them got gobbled up, but is hold on. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: St. Clair, everybody, still around. They're the one with the dinosaur, I think. The green dinosaur or whatever. And they're in the Midwest. I know they're still around. I don't know if Skelly's based in Oklahoma. I don't know if they're even around. Signal was out here on the West Coast. Right. And they were part of the old um, Rockefeller deal. But I don't think there's any signal. Uh, Let's
1: see here. No, Uh, I would think that...
5: I would think that... Might
1: well so, out of business. Yeah. Uh, okay, but um, Skelly I think was bought out by one of the larger ones and is still considered a subsidiary. Okay. So let's let's see what happens here. Skelly Oil, Skelly Oil Company. It's got it spelled two different ways. Hmm. I thought it was with an e. But no, I guess not. Okay. Skelly Oil. Skelly Oil. Old commercials. Wikipedia.
0: Let's see. I was sad when golf got gobbled up. I always liked the name golf oil. And I remember when they got mm-hmm. gobbled up in the late 70s.
1: Was a medium-size, um, Getty Takeover. I guess yes, I, I was
0: all, taken all over so, by getty also, also felt that way about, um, U.S. Steel when they disappeared.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which show, uh,
5: which show was, was Skelly Oil associated? Because it seems to me it wasn't associated with a kid show.
0: Yep, two of them. They were, uh, the Air Venture with Jimmy Allen, and then Captain Midnight. Uh.
1: Okay, Skelly was absorbed by the Getty Oil Company.
0: Was Getty even around? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Are they? um in 1974 they were absorbed in 1974 and getty gosh i'm sure getty is an oil company founded by j paul getty yeah it's still hanging around so now what we need excuse me so skelly got gobbled up signal excuse me i didn't i said i wasn't going to do homework Signal Gasoline Company, 1922, renamed itself Signal Gas and Oil, um, headquarters, Motown, and went defunct, Signal defuncted in
3: 1999.
5: It's too bad because it's, it's always, they always sure talked about those people like they were really good
1: people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Know,
1: the way to get your car done in those days. And Sinclair, let's see what comes up with Sinclair Earl. Every once in a while with some of our announcers and Harlow Wilcox included, I will hear a pronunciation that was generally associated with New York City, actually Bronx or Brooklyn. He, he, it won't be as pronounced as this, but it will come out similar to Earl. Okay. You know, I, I had to put Earl in the car. Um, right, let's see, Sinclair Oil Corporation, Sinclair Oil, based in Utah. So that one is still floating around based in Utah, Sincra, and they still have the little dinosaur. Yeah, cute! You
0: know,
1: if uh, uh, so. you know, so
0: think about well, oil companies always had good-looking logos, remember? Yes. Like, the, yes. Yeah. They could
1: afford them, I guess. I
0: guess so.
1: On <laughs> top of it. But, you know, Texaco had the star, the red star, right. and Mobile had the flying the horse, horse. Um, and Gulf, Gulf had an orange and white sign. That's
0: what I remember. I, I was
1: just, I was hanging around, um, I say hanging around. I was looking for information about signs, old gas station signs, and I was just at a site today with some stuff up there. So, Well, Kurt, did um, we didn't... Okay, Marco Polo. I've got Marco Polo. What else do you want? I don't have
5: a really... Actually, do you have any um, Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen?
1: No, I don't. I'll see if I can find some.
5: Yeah, I... Um,
1: yeah. You know... Of oil and, and yeah. Well, I'm going to go through. Ron has sent me, Ron in Hawaii has sent me some really interesting collections. And some of the CDs that he has sent have three of this show, four of that show. and um, So I'll, I'll go through them again. Bless his heart, he has sent me so many. Yeah. Um, and I'll see if there are any on there. He may have put some on one of the CDs. Might be
0: easier for the, uh, the person that's responsible for a lot of the show. Well, Len, noise. Yeah. Might yeah. be easier to have, uh, Ron give you your, his, give his house to you, Patricia, considering he's been shipping it all two years over the last couple
1: of years. <laughs> that's right, and you too. <laughs> I've got two of the boxes up here. <laughs> too funny. Well, Kurt, you have yourself a super week. Okay, I'll probably and, look um, and
3: I'll probably call next week after I've
1: been to my mother's and I'll talk to you guys later. Perfect. Say Please hi to do. And mom. let your mom know we're coming out to visit and we'd like some waffles. Waffles will. I'll tell her.
0: All right. Okay. okay.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks, Kirk. Bye-bye. All
0: right. Next weekend is Easter, everybody. Yeah. I'll probably go to the sunrise service after the radio show. So it's going to be good next week. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to stay up for a little bit. I'll
0: ask that. Patricia has to go a longer show. What? Someone <laughs> 2071 And Patricia says, What? I always What? <laughs> what? What? Someone
1: 2071 well, I was really impressed. that Kurt knew that Nescafe put 43 beans in every cup. Can you imagine never an ad mad. like that today? I mean, the the F what is it, the F FTC? No, no which, the, which, federal which commu-
0: commu- the federal federal communications FTC, I guess. They could have claimed their false advertising. Somebody said they only found 42 beans in their yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah,
1: the whichever group monitors false advertising. Yeah. I mean, how, how would you go back and say, okay, we put 43 beans in a cup. Excuse me. And tomorrow, when you send me an email, you say, Patricia, you need to go out and buy coffee. Okay?
0: Okay. All right. What brand are we going to get tomorrow?
1: Um, we're going to And gosh, Donna, you know, I went to the supermarket yesterday too, and I thought I got everything I needed, and I came home with even more than that. And I came home without my coffee. So I didn't see
0: well, we any. Well, you just know it's not going to be Maxwell House.
1: It's not going to be Maxwell House. Walton, I would drink dirty water <laughs> before I track Maxwell House. Please, I'm so sorry, George and Gracie. I just cannot drink that Good
0: stuff. To the last drop. We need to have everybody send Patricia uh, George and Gracie radio <laughs> shows and, and tell them. <laughs> Until she, <laughs> until she caves in and drinks Maxwell House coffee and Bill Goodwin is saying, good to the last drop.
1: I would love to know who in their marketing or advertising department came up with that phrase, good to the last drop. It has served them until today. Yeah.
0: It's a great slogan.
1: It's a wonderful slogan. It's short. It's pithy. Everybody knows what, and I don't mean pithy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> P-I-T-H, pithy. <laughs> this is so pithy. Gee <laughs> whiz! We're going to wreck the entire station by the time we get finished with this weekend. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the 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 slogan. The, uh, slogan. Yeah. yeah um good to the last drop five little words and that thing everybody knows what good to the last drop is associated with
0: that's true it's that's it's a great marketing campaign uh, slogans that survive and people do you know associate the product with it
1: uh-huh you bet yeah but oh my gosh i wish there was a way we could track down the person who did that, or at least know who wrote it.
0: I bet you Googled it up, it might show up. Do
1: I have to do homework?
0: Well, you're on Easter vacation, so you can wait.
1: Oh, it's not Easter yet.
0: I know, but Easter vacation is a a week long.
1: Oh, okay, well, spring. We're, We're not doing much talking about spring, are we?
0: Spring has sprung.
1: Spring was, has sprung. Yeah. Do you know, uh, do you know the rest of that?
0: Spring has sprung, uh, blossoming all over. I don't, that's about all I know.
1: It's a Burma shave. Spring okay. has sprung, yeah, spring has sprung, the grass is riz, where last year's careless driver is. Ah. Uh, they were so cool, Burma shave, yeah. they were so cool. They were so cool. So that's the only one I've ever memorized.
0: About all the burma Shave signs you've seen and and the, the internet, that's the one you I've
1: never to. seen any Burma. Yeah, I think we got robbed. I know Walden.
0: we do. I know we did. I, I I think Lady Bird Johnson.
1: Lady Bird was the one. Her yep. beautiful America, beautiful highways type thing and She'd, ripped out a chunk of American culture.
0: our generation didn't see it. No. Nope.
1: We got robbed. We did. Is burma Shave even still
0: Available? I do shave? is it's the, it's the shaving lotion, right? Yeah. Uh, Burma I, shave, like
1: um, shaving cream.
0: Shaving cream? I don't yeah. think so. I
1: don't think I've ever seen I it mean, in the store.
0: I think Old Spice is about the one you ever hear about. Mm-hmm. Or, or
1: Burma
0: A- shave, yeah, or they're aqua, using. Aqua, Level Aqua. What was the one,
1: Aquavilva, the blue? Aquavilva, yeah. yeah.
0: Velva
1: is the other one, I think. Okay, um, Sperma Shave is no more. Wait, mm-hmm. Lady
0: Bird, she took a company out.
1: Boy, oh boy. You know, anybody who has a name like Bird really is. What a bird. Yeah. Bad thing, bad thing, Lady Bird. Bad, bad thing. Okay, well, I've got information about spring. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you do, but we got a caller. Hello there. Hi, guys. It's me again. Hey, Matt. Hi. Um, I just wanted
4: to tell um, you guys, um, Patricia, uh, my grandfather, and uh, you, Walden, yeah. talking about the, what was in her fridge, and she had mentioned um, that, about the whole fiasco of the uh, tomato in the fridge and right. the uh, onion in
3: the
4: fridge. And? What do you think? And, he, and he also has said he didn't remember where he had heard the conversation from. But, um, Patricia ha- actually started that conversation last week. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Because we were talking about it, but not putting it in the fridge came from... Somebody Dan, w- am I giving you credit?
0: I think uh, it's Ray. Ray from Chicago.
1: Uh, well, Ray, Ray talked about onions, but that was in an email with me.
0: And I did Dan talked about it, too, I think. You're right. Yeah,
1: I, I think it was Dan. Dan, we're accusing you. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and it started because I have onions and tomatoes in my refrigerator.
4: Yeah. Oh, and also, the, mm-hmm. the, the trivia question you had given me, they were all oh!
1: how did How did you know that?
0: Inside source. <laughs> <laughs> and now, who wrote Trigger? Um, oh yeah. Uh, oh my
4: God. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 my, my grandfather just told me another
0: uh, name uh, from
1: the other horses, so I'm getting mixed up. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, well you have to study you, your horses you for You got next a whole week.
0: week. You got a whole week to get ready for that trivia question for next yeah. week. Alright, so I just want to let you guys know. Sounds good. Tribute. Perfect. All Thank right. you. Thank you, Matt. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's funny. Alright, everybody. Let's work on this. Who rode Trigger? That's gonna be the big question for next week. Who oh, we're gonna, I know. Uh, he's, he's
1: got his grandfather helping him on this. we're Matt, <laughs> you think you're gonna get away with Trigger? Uh-uh. Hello You there. better study horses.
0: You on there? Much longer, but I, you can't. I was on my way to bed. You were?
5: But good to the last drop.
0: And where does it come from? Or what the origin?
5: Uh, what I've got up here says
2: TR drank coffee at, that at the moment I, I know in
0: Iowa it's so, the deer is so bad. They have over, they pretty much have overwritten the state of Iowa, and so they don't have any limitation on deer deer hunting. Oh,
2: it's
0: so bad in Iowa. Do it. Yeah, they got they got to bring them down as fast as they can. Um, well, here's uh, one thing
2: that would uh, have you. The appreciative of the duck hunters is to go walk in the park barefooted after a flock has come through and they've left. Your feet are going to feel oogy. And you are not going to like it, so you'd much rather have them. They're dirty. Just like chickens. Chickens will eat anything, they're dirty.
0: Well, I did not know until we talked to. Patricia and Ralph, what was it, two years ago about uh, chicken wore glasses, if not they they might attack each other.
1: That just cracked me up and I actually found them online Walden. (laughs) They still sell them. Yes! Uh uh huh, little red glasses. They, They clip onto their beaks and they fold down, they're on little hinges and they fold down over their eyes and it shields them. I guess they're red? Did he say they were red? Red. Uh huh. Yep. And it shields, it it blocks out the view of the other chickens so that they don't attack each other. They're they're aggressive, but if they can't see them, they can't attack them. Well, something about the color red, or something
0: that they go after and attack,
1: or something. Well, we're gonna have to ask Ralph again when he calls in. Mm -hmm. Ralph, are you ready? You have to give us another run on chicken glasses, which I thought was. (laughs) just a hoop. Well
2: if you've got a chicken farm and you've got over 40,000 chickens, I don't think you're going to be putting glasses
1: on every chicken. Oh, we'll see what, what Ralph says. He was the one who clued <laughs> us in on it and it was really a Can hoot. Hey man, I think you have 40,000
0: chickens and you have to go to an, an, an eye doctor. Hey, I need you to check the uh,
2: my eye yeah. caramel. <laughs> when, when you do, I, you know, right.
1: you we, have to, we, we have, have to ask, ask Ralph.
2: Chickens, uh, Great uncles and the aunts, they uh, they all raise chickens and uh, we've never, they never had
1: chicken egg glasses. <laughs> well, there's there's something special. Well then, I'm thinking that maybe it it was like the breeding roosters and.
0: Something it was something because the laying,
1: some, yeah, the laying chickens. Um, there
0: were certain colors that they will they get really vicious because they need to attack. In mm-hmm. order to prevent that, there were these glasses.
1: They wear the glasses, and I guess that's instead of clipping their beaks. Or something. Does that sound right? Probably. Ralph, Ralph, when you call, you have to give us the whole rundown again. All right. Well, Gary, I have some regular trivia questions, or I put together some really nifty, and I do mean nifty, product questions.
2: Give me a product
1: question. Let's see how... uh, all right, a product question. Now, this one is going to be right up your alley. Which beer made Milwaukee famous? Oh,
0: that's Pabst.
1: No. Whoa. Pabst? Nope. Not Pabst, no. Oh,
2: Milwaukee Best. No. Oh, my. Wait a minute. Um. It would be old Milwaukee.
0: No. No. Three down. Keep going. Oh my God. I'm not a beer drinker. So. I know.
1: <laughs> but my goodness.
0: It was a famous name. Made
1: made mil no, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. That was the line.
0: I am totally stumped. And they spun. I mean, I know it. I know. No, okay,
1: well I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold on to that and they we'll,
0: did sponsor an all time radio show, everybody. That's one clue I'll give out.
1: All right. Let me see what we have here. Um uh, I beg your pardon?
2: I'm embarrassed.
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Walden, well, should we let him be embarrassed? Uh-huh. I think so. I think so. I mean we're in I think he got this home turf for goodness sakes. Okay. Um, well, then I've got a couple in here that I'm going to ask you because I think they are so way out. <laughs> I spent I spent a couple of hours today listening to jingles and um, you know musical uh, jingles and and um, what's the word I want? Jingles and slogans and rhymes. And slogans, slogans, slogans. Huh? Thank you. Okay. Oh man, you know my brain went to bed without me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you. I, how long have you been listening to old time radio?
3: Who, who? You, Gary,
1: Gary yeah, oh, Walden. Walden grew up on it. We don't. We don't even. Embarrassing I, to ask.
2: I really. It's only been. Um, hmm. Just a little under a year. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. So I. I will. Um, I will. Just behave accordingly. Yeah. I will behave accordingly. Miller. So are you are you a com Miller. I beg your pardon? Miller. Nope. No. Boy, yeah. <laughs> four <laughs> for four <laughs> I don't think yeah, Miller I think was a n was that a New York deer, Walden
0: I don't think so.
1: Well I mean I'm a anyway, eater, no,
0: so I don't you know.
1: Yeah. No, it wasn't Miller. We're gonna give you another Another question here. Okay. Are you into comedy, drama, westerns? What's your favorite?
2: I'm more sci-fi.
1: Sci-fi. Oh, well, that's not going to help here. Okay. Pepsi-Cola hits the spot. Twelve full ounces. That's a lot. Twice as much for how much money?
2: Nickel.
1: Very Very good. Okay. You done did it. Okay.
2: Okay. It's either split,
1: You're uh, finished with that one. Nope. We have to leave we have to leave that one for somebody else. You have done slunked beer. You have failed your beer test. You have failed your beer test. Home turf. What would you like? We've got X minus one, dragnet. 2,000 plus and the Bickersons. What would you like me to add to that?
2: Oh, um, uh, you gave me, the, the uh, my uh, Gunsmoke has uh, volume one on it.
1: Uh huh. Okay, how
2: many want... volumes are we going through?
1: Uh, Quite a few, there are at least okay. eight.
2: Okay, well, let's, let's you,
1: add it. You want, you want volume two? Yeah. All right, you got it. Volume 2. All right, which is why I put Volume 1 on there, so you knew that there were more. Sure, Gunsmoke Volume 2, you got it.
3: Okay.
1: All right. Now you have, when we hang up, for your own edification, you have to go look up the beer that made Milwaukee famous.
2: Well, that's what I'm looking at, it right here.
1: No, 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 we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it, as long as you know what it is. Don't want to hear it. That one, is, that one is off the chart for you. It's there for somebody else. Okay. I'm sorry. You failed beer, Gary.
2: Well, I'm
1: not Nobody a, ever failed feel, beer before. I
2: don't feel bad for failing beer.
1: Okay. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if, you, if you failed chocolate, that would have been a problem. I would have then. Okay, well, Gary, thank you bunches for calling in. We had a good time, and thanks for the information about um, the ice fishing. I can't wait to have somebody call in and say, Oh, I do that every year.
3: Right.
0: We will. We'll get somebody. Can you imagine, though, somebody actually put their foot in the water and that's the shit out there?
1: Oh, gee. You know, and I don't even want to ask about the more personal parts. Gee. <laughs> I'm so glad I stay home under my blanket. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Gary. You all have a wonderful weekend and a safe week.
0: You too. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Good night. 714
0: 545 2071. Do you know what bear made Milwaukee famous? Hello there. you all on there? Oh, it's Matt from Harper. Hey, Matt. Hello.
1: How are you, Matt?
0: I'm fantastic,
4: and how are you guys?
1: Well, I am just dandy. Thank you. What makes you fantastic this week?
4: Oh, I'm just hanging around. Uh, thought that um, how you couldn't answer the beer was kind of funny.
1: Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, even I knew the answer. But you did. So no. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Well, what is it? We didn't get it. Well,
4: well he, he had said it. It, it is Schwiiz. That's right. It yeah. is
1: schwitz You are so right. Yes,
4: and Hi. also to your, um, I heard this in history, um, my history class a while back. Um, the answer to your Loonberg question. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Correct me if I mispronounce it, but it's either Mercer or Merker.
1: Mercer. You're correct.
4: Yes.
1: Right. You are correct. And. And you said this came up in your history class?
4: Yes. Yeah, so I asked my teacher because he was talking about um, like the history of, like, wacky work for some odd reason just to uh, entertain the class. And when, uh, uh, uh Loonberg had come up.
1: Oh, my goodness. What fun. What a great teacher. Yeah. Toss taught something fun like that into, into the middle of the class. So what have you been up to this week?
4: Um, not really much. Um, just waiting this, this Saturday, and but I'm not really important. What
1: are you guys up to? What do you mean you're not important? You're our lifeline to the generation in high school. <laughs> besides being a wonderful person.
0: So I, I did you have any deadlines, any school projects you had to get done this week?
4: Um, no, not really. I just had a uh, write an essay on uh, the subject If uh, teenagers should get tried as adults in court. Um,
0: Whoa! Wow! So what did you stand?
4: Well, I put yes, because if they're try- like a lot of teenagers nowadays will try to act like adults. Um, some of the, some of the words I really can't say on radio. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, if teenagers can commit the same crimes, like murder, um, they should be able to get the same punishment.
1: Matt, where did this assignment come from?
4: Well, it's from my English class. We had a pick, yes or no, and the big-